Hello and welcome to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Bridges, and here on this show, we dive deep into all things mothering, sistering, and humaning. Because the roles that you play are something you learned, not who you are. Let's begin. Hi, and welcome back to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. Today, I'm here with the beautiful Helen Boland, clinical hypnotherapist and accredited hypnotherapy school. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, Our theme in my membership this month is invoking our inner loving sister. Ah, very good. I... I'm really curious about hypnotherapy and how it can support us in invoking different energetic archetypes. Um, So I'm just going to let that uh, float in the air for a little bit. And I'm going to ask you my opening question, which is (laughs) what does empowerment mean to you, Helen? Wow. Um, that is a big first question. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, empowerment to me over all these years uh, is not what it used to be. Um, I think there used to be this semblance of control over the self or the life, and it's it's kind of, uh, that's been blown to bits. Um, but empowerment is kind of somatic, uh, cognitive behavioral, I have to do the actual work, uh, to feel strong. Uh, everything's embedded within ourselves and we have to kind of bring it out. We can do this through affirmation of I am, you know, who I am uh, and staying true to that self. Um, empowerment is noticing the cognitive dissonance as it arises in the day-to-day activities with the children, um, recognizing, ah, this might've triggered me or made me feel a certain emotion and empowerment is tending to that emotion as it arises. Um, not blaming someone else, not, um, uh, kind of, uh, allowing myself to go low you know, in frequency, but staying in power of um, how I feel. I think that's the only thing we can control is the reaction to a stimuli. Mm. So empowerment, the good days are when I'm in control of how I feel, uh, noticing what rises and falls and kind of doing something about it. Mm -hmm. If that, that works. It really works. Um, Before we hit record, you just let me know that you were recovering from COVID, kind of on the tail end of it. And I find that that is something that derails us. That's an example of something that derails us, makes us feel like we're out of control. So what are your personal strategies when we kind of lose control or we've let go of control for getting back on in an empowered place? It kind of goes back to what what some of us were taught are, oh, count to 10, 10 deep breaths. Um, but through this, this breathing technique, uh, this undulation of breath, the ujjayi sound in the back of the throat, within that we can return ourselves to homeostasis pretty easily and effortlessly. 
uh, regardless of the stimuli. Uh, again, it's just tracking my own feelings, emotions around different uh, st- things that happen, the kids, the mm-hmm. the work, that last phone call. And as much as we are in that, uh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I have this agenda for the time clock, usually with the children. Mm-hmm. It's surrendering to, hey, what what's going on, actually? What's, mm-hmm. what's literally happening? Um, and meeting those situations i call it from the island we can throw out the uh the life rings you know mm. um but if we're jumping into the sea of emotions everyone kind of drowns you know mm. uh, so for me pull out <laughs> when you recognize that you're you're uh you're up your emotions are up and and give yourself that touch of grace i call it mm. of uh, breathing that undulation of breath through the body until i feel regulated again Um, And I'm in charge of, of, A, actually, I wanted to react in this manner or way, right? Instead of it just taking me into a reactive state. It's that breath and spaciousness that we can notice and bring ourselves into homeostasis. Mm-hmm. I do that by breathing, filling the lungs to peak fullness, a very practical uh, emptying in emptying of the lung sacs to emptiness, 10 cleansing breaths usually does it for most human beings. And then when I'm regulated, my son is regulated. That's just how it goes. If mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. Uh, And so you really have to give yourself that, that love and that noticing of, Hey, something just happened in, in my inner scape here. Uh, And I don't want to project that to my child. How do I rein in these emotions? Quickest, easiest, the feet on the ground, you know, the wheels on the ground, get Hmm. yourself breathing and centered. That might mean, hey, kid, I'm going to take five. I'm taking five. And my son knew that very well. I'm taking five. It was something that we now say back and forth. Hey, I need to take five even before responding to uh, any kind of question or a demand or can you do this task? Sometimes we just say the yeses and we're not even really sure if we can pull this off in a manner that's our highest self. Yeah, I can pull it off in my weakest, frazzled, frantic, weirdo self. But how do you meet the day from your highest state of frequency or being? I wonder if you could lead us now through a few breaths because I find when we're talking about it, it becomes very cerebral, but when we're actually in it, we experience the truth of what you're saying. And I have benefited so much from you leading me through your practice. So would you mind just briefly? um, I know a lot of us like to listen to podcasts while we're folding laundry or driving. Um, Yeah. So breathing is something that we can do if we're walking or whatever we're doing. So, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. It's kind of easier than talking about Isabel is what we're noticing. It's just easier just to do it. Uh, It is our natural state. The body, the mind want to return to this state of homeostasis. It's begging for it. It'll inflame uh, when we're out of balance. Uh, So three times a day. Uh, 2020 is what Thich Nhatan says. If you don't have time for that 20, you need more time. <laughs> um, 
but just an undulation. There's a sound in the back of the throat, uh, a wave-like sound that I want us all to cue in to on the exhale um, and just see if you notice what I mean. I let people know I breathe differently. Uh, I breathe to peak fullness and peak exhalation uh, as often as I can throughout the day. And this is just an invitation to practice. There's no perfection, especially dealing with children. Love is the only uh, thing that that's there, really. Uh, so just breathing, filling the lungs, sacs, the uh, prefrontal cortex, the conscious mind loves symbology. So that's why I said that, uh, Isabel, just imagine those lungs like balloons expanding and you can offer them a different color. Um, but as soon as your brain starts doing that, you're breathing differently automatically. You're going inward. Mm. Uh, so just breathing, fill the lungs to peak fullness. Everyone's got a different ideology or manner of breathing, I've noticed over the years. Uh, so I invite that your way is perfect for you. Your eyes can close if you'd like. We'll drop in real fast. They can stay open if you'd like in comfort and safety belonging. But allow yourself to just start noticing the capacity of your lungs today. And I was ill. I And that you notice um, my lung capacity never changed, though, <laughs> which was the difference. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, so let's just begin. Uh, get your feet on the earth and anchor, you know, the mother. Uh, the archetypical mother, again, the brain loves symbology. So just getting the feet on the ground, those acupressure points connected is part of it. Hands, acupressure points on the lap or at your side and anchor a uh, container um, we create for each other. Uh, but we first start to create it for ourselves, you know. Uh, so breathing in, uh, let's just start breathing and filling the lungs to peak fullness. Your timing, your own way is perfect. And exhale everything you're done with. Empty those those lung sacs, those balloons of the body to emptiness as we trust that inhale comes again. And within that, you can relax. Breathing in, filling the lungs like balloons or bubbles, something like that, any color you wish. A softness as you exhale. Hear that ujjayi sound, that wave-like sound in the back of the throat, that breath, that collective unconsciousness, that pranayama in which we are all one. Breathing in from the tips of the toes through the body, a channel of breath. Connect to that distant star, the sun, the father sky, that patriarch, always here for you, supportive, the winds of the four directions, something like that. And exhale back through the body. Hear that ujjayi sound. Make that an audible. As we return to emptiness again and again, we trust that inhale comes again. Breathing in oxygen that support the winds of the four directions, illumination, a vibration, maybe even a color. Peak fullness, an extension over the crown. Attach that distant star of the sun, your own timing, your own way. Exhale that support through the crown, the pituitary gland, the pineal gland, through the nerve bundle in the back of the head. This energy, this support, the winds, the four directions, oxygen, 
through the cells, even between the cells, the skin is porous. Return to emptiness. As we trust, the inhale comes again, and within that you can let go. You can relax. So allow yourself to keep those lung sacs illuminating, oxygenation, a fullness, and a letting go. Allow yourself this time, this frequency, this energy, this vibration, as you breathe in through the heart, your own timing, your way, perfect. Breathe in through the heart. Exhale out the back body, the area and the space all around and through, the valves, the chambers, the pathways, the neural pathways, the vagus nerve. Exhale through the body, letting it all go. Breathing in through the heart, that self-love, that care, that oxygen, whatever you feel, that love. Then we extend outward, allow it for yourself for this moment in time. Exhale out the back body. And the area in the space all around and through. Every exhale, let the body get heavier. The muscles lose the perfect weight of the physical the perfect weight of the skull resting on that brain stem. Let it go. A softness there. Exhaling, the shoulders drift down the back body. The bicep, the tricep, the forearms, the hands. A return to the clay. Your own timing, your own way. Breathing in, filling those lungs, peak fullness. Undulation through the heart center. That which is greater than the self, Father Sky, the winds of the four directions. Grace, whatever your belief system, God, fine. Receive that support. Exhale that frequency through the physical body on every exhale. As you let go of the body even more, let the torso soften in the hip bones. Trust in your held, you can let go. Oxygenation around the ball, the socket the femur, the quadricep, the Achilles tendon, the back leg, a softness, a pool of light at the base of the feet, connecting again the mother, that yin energy, always held at all times and in any situation, a breathing and a letting go. As you next exhale, feel that Energy, your frequency, your own vibration drop through the layers of the earth. Just imagine it's fine. Your energy, your light, your roots. The arches of the feet, let go. Let them soften on the earth. And this energy, your frequency, connect deeper and deeper through all the layers of the earth. Your own timing, your way. Imagine your light, that exhale, drop down. Safely, easily down through the earth, connecting, held, the earth's core ball of light, always held in light as you walk through the day. Just notice that is so, breathing in, breathe in that frequency through that molten ball in the center of the earth, that light, inhaling that frequency through the layers, that energy, that idea, the base, the feet through the physical body. 
space between each vertebrae, the teeth not quite touching as the chin can draw back in the hollow of the throat, a softness in the tongue, a warmth or a cool, a letting go of feeling moving through the body. We inhale, attached to that distant star, the sun, the source of all things, whatever your belief system. Feel that support. Realize that support. Every breath you take, beginning with just breath, the sound, back the throat, a settling in on the exhale, a return to the clay, trusting your health. You can let go. Allow yourself to imagine that channel of light from the earth's core through the body, space between the hip bones and the rib cage, space between each vertebrae. Chin draws back in the hollow of the throat, an elongation of the spine, attaching to that distant star, the sun. A channel of light, a frequency. Home. Exhaling that pranayama through the body. And on any good exhale, you can extend this field, this prayer field, this energy further than yourself, this noticing of your own auric field, if you believe in such things, or the heat emanating off the body. Extend that to the areas that need it most. Within your physical frame, sure, breathing in through the heart, something like that. Or exhaling this love, this frequency to the areas of the world that might need it most. Light through the cities, through the streets. Light through the minds of those in power. I return to this frequency, this way of being, this manner of breathing. Memorize what you just did just now. Notice how easy it was for you, how good you are at it, how natural. Breathing in through the heart. Exhale out the back body, the area in the space all around and through, returning. That which is already whole, most of you, already healed, what you've already worked through, good job. And return to what's already perfect. When the unconscious mind has memorized everything you're doing and have done, give yourself that permission to practice it. Return anytime you need, anytime you wish. Let that sound in the back of the throat be that gentle reminder, that ujjayi sound, that ocean sound, a recalibration, a community. A breathing and a letting go. And when the unconscious mind's memorized it all, give yourself permission to practice. You can easily, simply, gently open your eyes, return to your own room, awake, alert, refreshed. Bring with you everything meant to be remembered. Mm. 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 I feel so much more dropped in. Thank you for that. (sighs) It's fast. Fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something we can return to over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's necessary or else we're hyperventilating. We're in fight, flight, or freeze. And the outcome's not as good. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From that place of fear, it's just not as good. I just want to take a little break here to let you know about our February theme in the Mother's Empowerment Sisterhood. This month, we are diving into the concept of self-love. I cannot think of a more important topic during these somewhat challenging times. I would love to invite you to join us. You can learn more and join at isabelbridges.com forward slash membership. I look forward to seeing you there. Okay, back to the show. So I want to return to that question that I had that I was letting float for a little bit around using hypnotherapy to invoke an archetype or an energy or a way of being. I feel like we kind of we just dropped into that. What do you have any thoughts around that? Well, you know, as as uh, as a parent. You know, you have the parents probably listening in or watching in. And I don't know about you. And for me, it was 22 years back uh, that my boy was small. Um, I felt like I could control things. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I could control what he ate or how he slept. Um, If he went to school with tears or no tears, if there was a... uh, a kerfluffle about the tying of the shoes or the I do. He wanted to do everything. And I really uh, had to surrender my adult brain, my school teacher head, um, and watch and observe more Ericksonian style. What is he into? What? Who is this amazing creature? And how, how can a mere mortal support this this being that's so amazingly awesome in emotions and mood and and brain capacity. How do I pull this off? Mm-hmm. And realizing I was taught so old school, you know, I was controlled, you know, I'm, I'm just picturing someone holding my hand and walking me around. Mm-hmm. Um, and all we can do is recognize that we have no control. We've never had control. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a semblance of control. Uh, as we all recognize now, uh, I'm hope, hopeful. And how do we lead these children into themselves, into their awesome, miraculous little little selves? How do we nurture that? And to me, again, that staying on the island of security, mm-hmm. I am I am this anchor for him. That allows him to come and go. That allows him to be emotional, which is age appropriate. It's not age appropriate for me to be matching his emotions. So as soon as I'm matching emotions with someone who's dysregulated, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's when it's time to uh, check myself. I have no control. I've never had control. But there's this word trust. Mm -hmm. Trust he's held beneath the earth. Trust he's supported by these archetypes greater than myself. Because if I had to do everything, that's too much. Mm. Uh, The earth nurtures him. I just have to take him outside, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, 
community supports him. I just have to steer him in the right direction of, of these ideologies or schooling or lack of schooling that I believe in. That's where I can steer. Um, but there's this level of trust that the child is supported by the earth itself, mm. the abundance of the all of the all of the all. And, and if I teach how to access that support, then that supersedes, you know, we die. Mama's sorry to tell everyone, but I want him set with or without me. And if I'm always in control and leading him around, what if I had to go to work one day? Is he, is he emotionally able to handle that? When he goes into that kindergarten, is he able to walk in with that little, (laughs) I'm just picturing him, that little strength, you know, or am I squashing him at home? Quite frankly, am I squashing that 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 strength um, in my effort to control? Mm-hmm. So the way I was taught is not the way I taught. Um, this is the way I taught. Yeah, tell it, tell us. <laughs> yeah, tell us what you're holding up for those listening on the okay. podcast. Sorry. I'm- I wrote a book when he was little because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was a tenured school teacher, still no no I no idea what I was doing. Um, and so just like you guys, we don't know. Mm. Uh, and so I started talking to him about colors and uh, frequencies of light, but I didn't use it in that way. I, I made a little storybook. Mm. Um, so it's children's heel series and color shockers. I mean, chakras is the first book. Mm. And this is a guide for kids and their parents to kind of read together and breathe together. And, uh, mm. Just think in a different little manner than what I was taught, um, that they're held, that they're supported with or without me, quite frankly. Uh, not nihilistically, we are all one. I, I believe in that continuum of our cells and the and the code of the DNA and RNA. Um, but this kind of thing is empowering, and it was not heard of 22 years ago, um, this breathing meditation with children. Um, teaching them to breathe, that toolbox they teach in schools, all of that was not available to me um, mm. at that time. I'm, I'm a little older. Um, but now there's so much, uh, but it really takes the regulation of the parents, doesn't it? If I, I want my child regulated, if I want him emotionally strong, if I want him to be able to, he's now 22, sit with his girlfriend when she's mm-hmm. um in, in a state of sadness or overwhelm or shock or whatever it was. How do we grieve? I think that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, these transitions of life, whether it's dropping the kid off at the preschool or it's it's these in and out of relationships that may not serve on some level. Mm-hmm. Or how do you support those you love when they are um swimming can i be on that island and throw out the life ring or am i going to jump in emotionally with you um and it's better for us to uh sit back regulate ourselves first and then lead the children uh to trust their own emotions trust their own um uh hits on people you know mm-hmm. um and that we have to stay connected to the children When my son was little, his anger uh, 
was something I don't have. I don't have that. Mm. It freaked me out so much that I used to run away from it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to go in my room and I'm going to take that five. Um, but that lo- left him in the abyss of alone. Yeah. Uh, I learned that's not okay, uh, actually. Uh, so how do I, I taught him that, hey, when I need to take five, I'm tossing. I'm, I'm so dramatic. I'll toss a pillow on the floor. Mm. I don't meditate like that. That's very Buddhist. But I, I sat on a pillow and he got very used to when I was oh, that I would sit and I would do this breathing. Eventually he would sit on me or next to me or with me mm. uh, and, and learn how to regulate the emotions. I have to model it. That's where parents come in. You have to model this, please. Mm. Um, or we're teaching that next generation of I'm going to control everything or I'm going to split emotionally or even energetically or personality types. Mm -hmm. Um, So we notice all of it uh, goes back to, can I regulate into homeostasis? Uh, Very, very often, even the children are, they have the time clock, right? They wake up with the alarm. They got to get their, can we do that in joy? Can we do this from a place of la- a place of laughter? Because uh, that's their language. <laughs> the kids just want to have fun. Uh, they are in a play state. And can we get the pragmatics done as we're joyfully breathing, lighting a candle for the breakfast, setting this intention for the day? Um, it's an invitation to practice as a parent, just to do things a little bit differently than we were taught, um, a little bit differently. Than we were taught. Um, and I'll so just I think, add something here yeah, because please, some of yeah. our listeners are going to say, but our mornings aren't joyful. My kids are dysregulated. Um, I'm not lighting a candle for breakfast. So can you give us like a, an entry point where a place to begin? Because I'm seeing the end of like, an easeful, joyful drop off in the preschool line. Um, but like, what's the first step to becoming a person who experiences that? Thank you. That's good. Um, I was a tenured school teacher in my early 20s, so I might have a leg up on some some of us. And But children really just like to have a good time. Everything's a game for the child. Everything's a game. So in the morning, in the hectic, I was I was on my own and had to get them out the door and I had to get to work and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The dishes had to set. They they my perfectionism had to let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, um, so that's a part of it is is that letting go of control of what is. Um, kids are dysregulated. It's almost like <laughs> It's almost like from the birth canal outward, right? Um, But it's our job to get that uh, blankie around them and say, I got you. I got you. And that doesn't end in the teenage years. My boy's 20. It doesn't. I got you. We we got this. We're doing this. Mm. Um, I, I recommend to circle back as I do on the question. It's like, you just begin, Isabel. Like, I want to do things, something. I want to try something different. When I'm freaking out, can I throw a pillow on the floor and teach the child what I do with dysregulation? That was my step one. Yeah. 
Oh, and and I was dramatic. It's like, oh, you're freaking me out, boy. <laughs> I'd toss a pillow on the floor and I'd sit there. You know, I just sit there and it's not like I shut them out. I didn't shut my eyes. It wasn't like that um, escapism as I was taught, Um, but it's sitting with the emotions, his big emotions. If I run away from his big emotions, he is not able to deal with them because it's my job to help the child deal with the big emotions. I can't run from that. So that's a step one is throwing the pillow down and doing it for yourself and letting him watch you do it. And that can be vacuuming. They they have to be able to see it if you want them to be clean. They have to be able to see you doing dishes. They have to be able to see you vacuuming under the crib. They have to um, understand that you also struggle with emotions sometimes after work. And I did need to sit on the pillow for a minute as my tea was brewing. That's real. Um, Most of us can find a candle somewhere And it will be your child's favorite thing of the day. And let's pretend mornings are too nuts. Okay. I I accept and include my own lifestyle, but I can do it maybe for his lunch. I can do it maybe for dinner. I can do it for snack after school. This settling in. And again, it's teaching them Mm -hmm. that this homeostasis is important. They can't be fight, flight, or freeze all day. And we set up that programming. Yeah. We did it. We do it. Uh, the institutions, the schools do it. Yeah. Uh, but really, when they're so active and so out in, in their little preschools and they're just running around stimuli, 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 when they come home and I'm saying, hey, nap time, they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. So we have to bring it down in our own homes. You know, we have to bring it down in our own microcosm of the physical shell. I have to do it if I expect that of my son, of my, of anyone around me. Mm. We could talk adult relationships too, but you have to uh, stay on your own program. You know, that cognitive behavioral, what do I do every day? I get up, I, I sit, I, I work out, I make the nice food, I do the smoothie. I am all about the self-love, the self-care. Uh, And then I can offer it to my spouse. Then I can offer it to my child. But we can't, you know, it's a bumper sticker, but we can't really fill from that empty cup. We can't. Uh, So those archetypes are everything because it's a container. Mother Earth, Father Sky, always here for me. I can access this all through the body, oxygen, call it oxygen, releasing CO2 if we want to be Uh, pragmatic about it, but really just get the candle, light the candle in the morning and see if that's fun for the child. Mm -hmm. Um, My son was a gamer, you know, not the video games. We didn't have that back then uh, as much as, as people have to combat that now. Um, Regulate that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's where I can control. Oh, that goes on after homework. Oh, that goes, that's where we can get our control hat on. that consequence of this or that, you know, that's where we can have, Hey, it's just the rule. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's just the rule. Uh, and that's where the, the uh, mom and dad control can, can come in for the positive. Um, but really just offering these children, these tools that are a little bit different. Um, how do you love yourself? Even if you're throwing a tantrum in the grocery store, yeah. oh, we're going to walk off the store. We'll leave the cart. We'll get it later. Who cares? Um, and that's me taking care of myself too. At the same time, light the candle, 
Uh, it, it was the favorite thing of my kids. Uh, it, it was something, you know, and yeah, they're going to mess with their, they're going to put their finger, you know what I mean? They're kids, of course, yeah. but we can just bring them to the water. We can't make them drink anything. Um, but the more you bring them to this water of how to fill yourself up, how to um, feed yourself, how to regulate emotions and everyone has them and that's okay. You know, um, it was a big shift when I realized that I have to sit with them through these emotional outbursts. Mm. And maybe I was simple at the time, but um, I couldn't react in a big way that that didn't serve anything. I couldn't run out of the room and, and take five in that moment. We learned that language later. Mm. Um, I had to sit with this emotion and I'm not comfortable with anger. I had to become that uh, island that I can throw out that life ring. Um, I love what he you would... just said about not being, yeah. you weren't comfortable with the anger too. But what I yeah. also hear you saying is that you sat with your discomfort. You didn't, I had, to. you had to, and you practiced and that that I is part of it. Lot. We don't, sometimes we just think we should do something, but it's really a practice. We have to Everything mess is a up practice. and repeat it and do it over and over every day. Yeah. Create a habit around regulation. That's right. That's right. And Milton Erickson, who's, who's quite a guy, a founder of modern hypnotherapy, um, but just a genius with how he raised children and everything's a practice, Isabel. Mm. Oh, we're practicing putting our dish on the counter or in the sink or washing the dish, whatever level they're on. We're practicing putting mm. our shoes in the basket. We're practicing making the bed. We're practicing sleeping through the night without the diaper, the thing, whatever they are anymore. Um, everything has to be a practice. And that's a humbling of myself. And I think I was raised with this perfectionist, like it's my way or the highway, kid. and and. And that's not real. That's 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 <laughs> that's not real. We have to teach flexibility. You know. Yeah. Well, and one of my amidst. Let me say one more drop. Okay. One truth bomb here. Amidst yeah. life storms, we can stand serene. You know, and that's what we teach our kids. Say that again. We, amidst life storms, I stand serene. Yeah. And we do that with breath. We do that with breath. Mm. We're animals. So it's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Available to us. Yeah. It's all not that hard. Yeah. 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 So we're slowly moving towards our close. I want to make sure that there, that you are able to say anything else that you feel called to. Oh, thank you so much for, you know, inviting me and. This has been really fun. I'm just picturing moms, you know, it's just fun. I'm a little out of that loop. So it's really cute and fun mm -hmm. uh, and, and keep the joy with that child. It's so fast, um, but it has to be a game. It has to be a fun game. Um, so keep the joy for yourself and then you can give it to the children. I am an accredited school of clinical hypnotherapy. Um uh, so uh, we started another class in March, if any mom's ready for a career outside of the house, because mm. <clears throat> I know that everything, <clears throat> pardon, is on hold. Um, 
I'm not good at promoting myself. You see that? You got caught. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for naming it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Bolin School of Hypnotherapy is here for you. I have great therapists um, uh, ready to serve and help you with these tools and these tricks of the trade, um, as well as letters after your name when you're ready. Amazing. Thank you so much. Okay, so Thank my you. final question is, yes. what is the next empowering action you'd like to invite our listeners to take? I think I kind of said it, but that three times a day. Yeah. You know, practice, practice this. It's not, it wasn't taught to me in this, in this Western culture. Um, We had to figure it out ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so that permission to be soft and humble, and I'm not perfect, but I can practice. And if it's not three times a day, 20 minutes a day, okay, that's an hour. That's a lot with the children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with the husband, right? Um, but can it be the bookends of my day that I'm putting myself in homeostasis as much as I'm active? That's a challenge. Can you be Zen as much as you are out? You know, it's that ebb and flow, and that's the practice. So just start again, light the candle, start, uh, play the game, set the timer for the child uh, to get to the table with their homework and their shoes. And then they get the cookie. I don't care. You know, Uh, behavioralism, use it. (laughs) Um, But keep having fun with the children because that's what translates. Mm -hmm. Having fun. Well, Helen, thank you so much again for being here. I look forward to our next conversation and continuing to practice with you. Until next time, take care. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. That's all for today, my friends. And here's what I want you to remember. Empowerment is an inside job. The only one who can empower you is you. Today's episode was produced by Brendan Lindsay. Intro and outro music are by Matthew Randolph. I'm Isabel Bridges, author of Daddy Daughter Day. I'm also the founder of the Mother's Empowerment Sisterhood. You can learn more about my work and join the sisterhood at isabelbridges.com. I'm offering a 50% off discount for a limited time only. So check it out today, isabelbridges.com.